George Michael Perez, aka G Mike, and y'all already know what it is, baby. Back with another episode of the G Perspective. Before we get into it, please follow me on my socials: Twitter at George Mike Perez, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at G Mike Media underscore. The audio version of the podcast is available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and now Rumble as well. This week, bringing back an old guest, George Michael Reska, to talk about the game one of the NBA Finals between the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. And then we talk about game two predictions on what exactly will happen. Please like, subscribe, and leave some comments. Talk smack to your boy, but let's get it. Yo, how's it going? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, good, good. How you doing? You know me, man. Working hard, living life. Got to play a little ball today, you know? Got a little sweating, a little cardio. How Feeling was that? good. Good, good. It just sucks that, you, uh, you know, you get there, and if it's packed, you got to wait, like, three to four games before you get in, unless someone picks you up and shit, shit like that. But, you know, whatever, man. You got to wait, like, a, like 30 minutes, because they run up to, over here, they run up to 11 full-court games, because since they got so many people waiting, they don't want to play up to... 15 or 21 so they run up to 11 which is, i actually think is pretty good because the people that go to la fitness it's not like they're like legit ballers that they're making every single shot you know like nba players college players and shit like that so it was dope what's up how's your morning it was good with the kids went for a little run made some breakfast now here we are yeah yeah getting on in this pod man to talk about these miami heat and denver nuggets in the nba finals i know you got to see game one before we get into all of it, what you think about game one? And exactly what people people thought was going to happen. The Nuggets were going to come out and close the game. Um, you can see that they were very big, getting rebounds, making those shots. And it looks like Miami Heat has to play perfect ball to get these wins. They have to make all their shots. They're going to have to hustle every single play, play. They can't be turning over the ball. They're going to have to make a very big percentage of the shots. They have to. There's no missing. There's none of that because at the end of the day, there's the NBA finals, and this is a place where the greats come out and they get that championship. Yeah, bro. And you hit it right on the head because, like, the first half of the game, uh, Miami – actually, the whole game, Miami was just taking jump shot after jump shot after jump shot. They weren't really looking for the layups and the free throws like we usually do. I don't know if it could have been maybe because uh, we needed more rest after game seven against Boston. Uh, maybe the altitude over there in Denver, because here we're like six foot, six feet above sea level over there. They're like a thousand feet above sea level. So crazy difference. Uh, I don't really know what it was, but we were taking many, many, many jump shots. And like you said, we were, we were missing like Struess right now. I could read it off the box score. He was 0 for 10 in the whole game. Oh, for nine and three. Yeah. In the first half, he had like two. Yeah, facts, facts. In the first half, he, he had like at least two wide open, like literally like no one ran up to him. They left him shoot, whatever, and he missed him. And Caleb Martin was doing the same thing for the whole game. He went one for seven. He wasn't doing all that great either. So it was just like jump shot after jump shot after jump shot, not us getting to the 
to uh, the layup lines or the free throw. And like you said, if we're not making them, we're gonna we're gonna really we're gonna really lose. But like I, I want to go on what you said about the bigs. They got Aaron Gordon, got Nikolai Jokic, MVP, Michael Porter. He's he's a wing player that's basically almost seven feet tall. And he and he he grabs so many rebounds. He grabbed on the first game. He grabbed thirteen rebounds. So going off of the fact that they have so many bigs, what exactly does what do you think that Miami needs to do against these these bigs? Um, man, this whole time you were just when you mentioned Michael Porter Jr. Uh, being seven feet tall. Every time I see him with the jump shot, I see the elevation. Yes. I see his height. I see that that ball. He doesn't miss either. He's another shooter, so it's kind of hard. It, you know, it's hard. It's hard to pinpoint all the little things that that you're mentioning. And I think it's basically damn near. You have to play perfect ball. You have to pass the ball well. It's hard for Miami to even get to the lane because there's always a chance of them being blocked. Jimmy was blocked a couple times. Like he would try to, you know, drive the ball in, but it's difficult. You know, you got these big frames, big bodies, big hands. Um, so you're gonna have to make all these shots. There's no excuse. I mean, Miami's that type of team anyway that you know they're used to being the underdog. So, you know, they're gonna bring that and they're gonna shoot well. I believe so. They have that mentality. Yeah, no. In, in game two, we're gonna have to play completely different. Like those jump shots that we were settling for, we can't. Like you said, it's hard for us to get into the paint for sure and try to go for those layups and get those fouls. But I feel like we need to do a more of an effort of trying because. If we're settling for jump shots, I get it. We're a great shooting team, especially behind the yard. But we want to get those free throws. Like, yeah. Denver had 18 made free throws out of 20 attempts. And Miami only had two free throws the whole game. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That's wild. Speaking on that, you think that was more of the officiating? Or you think that was the way that just Miami was playing? I think it was them. both. No, I think ridic- it's a ridiculous amount of free throws compared to one. It's just way too That's much of a difference. If you say there's in between, then, you know, you can give it to that. But two field goals, are, it's unacceptable by the officiation because there was plenty of plays that were controversial. I mean, you could have called it either way. But two free throws, man, that's that's ridiculous. That's not that's not good. Yeah. And I I, met, I saw one of the post interviews with Adebayo and they asked that question and he's like, hey, are you going to find me? <laughs> are you yeah, you're going to take fine? my fine. Yeah. Take <laughs> yeah. If you want me to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. Facts, dude. Facts. Man, it, it, it's tough. It's tough. It's, especially for us, man, when we're a team that, imagine Jimmy Butler, he averages like six, six free throws a game. And for him not to get one free throw in the first game of the NBA finals. Yeah. And that's another uh, talking about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is gonna have to be the Jimmy Butler that that we saw in the first couple of series that he was averaging 50, 40 points. This is your time right now. It's the NBA Finals. I mean, you can give all the excuses about you know these guys being the best shooters, the tall guys. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You know, you you obviously gonna have the favorite, but Miami's been that team to bring that dog out of them, and they got that heart, and that's what they gotta keep you know leaning towards. Let their head coach lead the way. Yeah, no, facts, facts. And I like to, like, do a little comparison with the teams because I feel like both teams are kind of the same. The only really big difference is that the height advantage that Denver has, like how you spoke about. But speaking on Nikolai Jokic and Jamal Murray, the two top guys for the Denver Nuggets, Jokic went 8 for 12 in shooting. He grabbed... 
10 boards, 14 assists, and 27 points. We thought Bam was doing a good job on, on Jokic, playing a good D on him, but he still managed to get 27 points. But then again, he got 10 for 12 free throw attempts. <laughs> yeah, so you take, away some of, you take away some of those free throws, you know. Yeah, it could be uh, it could be around 15 points, 16 points, and Bam was doing pretty good. I'm not going to lie. He, he was doing pretty good on Jokic, but he's always going to – the thing is that Jokic is always going to find his guys to get some points. And especially if his guys are making shots, like like, like how we were speaking on Michael Porter before. He, he didn't really have a big impact in the game when it comes to shooting. He went five, five for 16 in field goals, and he went two for 11 in three-point. And usually he's going like five – Three-point uh, made yeah, he's making a game. five, six, three, uh, three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. 100%. But he was grabbing 13 boards. <laughs> and, and, then, and you had other players like Aaron Gordon step up. Yeah, you had you had other players, you know, filling in those roles that when Jokic or somebody else is scoring those points, you had someone else doing it. And it was, that's the, that's another thing that that the Nuggets are deep. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. No, and Aaron Gordon was going off in the in the first half. Like I think he had the first. Five, the first four out of five shots that were shot for Denver in the first in the first quarter, so that's a, that's tough right there. I imagine if we if we're trying to get Jimmy to cover him, and then we're gonna put Struess on who Michael Porter Jr. That's gonna be tough. He's gonna elevate, like you said, he's gonna elevate over him that when he goes like, for the shots. He's like eight feet when he jumps up. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. <laughs> he bro. sees the rim right here. He's like, <laughs> he's like he's playing in a kitty basketball ring. You know? Yeah, dude, it's tough. It's tough, but um. No, no, but fuck that guy. At the end of the day, fucking Aaron Gordon, this guy's talking shit like he's averaging 30 points per game. This guy needs to be humble. All these players, all these Miami undrafted players better come out and better shoot the lights out of that gym. That's what I want to see. Because if if Eric Sposa, I guarantee you, he's in the locker room like, yo, I don't give a fuck who's drafted, who's first round. I don't care what they're saying. You better come out here and shoot the perfect game of your life. And that's what I want to see, cause now I'm a fucking firm believer in the in the beginning. You know, I was like, you know, the Heat, AFC, you know, they're in the play-in. I don't really know, but I've seen this whole playoff series, and I'm I'm inspired, really inspired. You can see the energy, the motivation. I'm fucking put me a Heat jersey right now. I'll get you fucking ten rebounds right now. <laughs> you <feel> me? <laughs> um, dude, but honestly, uh, just watching the whole game, right? Cause like. Uh, us like we really like to analyze the game compared to other uh, basketball fans out there that just, they just watch the game to really enjoy it. But we uh, like actually analyze the game, and when you're really looking at the game, like Miami didn't play a bad game. We just missed a lot of shots. Yeah. If we're making those shots, seventy-five percent of those shots in the first half, instead of missing them, we, it's like a five-point game going into the second half. Right there, that's all the momentum that we need going into the second half to be like, yo, you know what? We're still in it. We're we're, we're on these dudes. They're, they're great at home. Denver is undefeated at home, by the way, in the postseason. So if we're making those shots, we're only down five. I don't really think there's a big difference. Obviously, like we said, the height is what really makes a big difference. The rebounds. 13 rebounds Michael Porter Jr. 10 for Jokic. 6 for Aaron Gordon. Jamal Murray was 6. Bruce Brown with 5. Like It's a lot of rebounds. Yeah, that's another thing too. You know, their their first game there, and the Nuggets are undefeated there, so that could have been a a big factor in game one. But I I see Miami playing way better at game two. 
and they're gonna come out with a different spark and a different energy. And at Abayo, I feel like a lot of players also were leaning off on defense, not trying to attract so many fouls. Even yeah. though they did get a lot, but you can see how Abayo is playing off. He already had three fouls early on into the game. Yeah, about the second quarter, like mid second. Yep. So yeah, we'll see. But like, like, looking just looking at the box score. Caleb one for seven. Jimmy six for fourteen. Unacceptable. Bam. Right there, right there. You just said that right there. Jimmy, unacceptable. Right yeah, now, yeah, at 100%, you can put any other thing on the line, and it does not matter because you are in the NBA Finals. I don't care if you're having off game, if the altitude, it does not matter. Yeah. yeah. There, exactly look. what he mentioned it about his ankle. What did he say? They were like, oh, do you think your ankle? He's like, people don't care if you got a bad ankle. He yeah, said yeah, that yeah. was his reply. Facts, it, facts. it doesn't matter. You got to do it. Yeah, just like Jason Tatum, how he played in Game 7. The first play of the damn game, he gets his ankle rolled. I mean, obviously it was good for us, but you don't, you never want to see that with a best player go down like that. You never want to see an injury. But he stayed on the floor, and he he had to keep playing because, like yeah, you said, he was hobbling. He was, he, was hobbling he was hobbling. He was hobbling, yeah. He was hobbling the whole game. So you no one really cares. That's 100% correct, bro. But, bam, 13 for 25. 25 is the most he's ever shot in a game ever. He broke his record on that. Max Struess. Zero for ten. Gabe Vincent seven for fourteen. He went fifty percent. It's pretty good. Kyle Lowry four for eight. Fifty percent. Pretty good. But then you got Duncan Robinson one for six two. So it's like that's another hot shooter right there. That if he gets it going, he gets those shots falling. The game is closer. Like I, I don't really think that. Yes, Denver. I think that Denver is on paper the better team. But if we're making the shots that we're always making throughout. The regular season and this postseason, I think it's a way closer game going into the fourth quarter than it was. And there was moments that Miami was catching up, almost down nine point lead, and then after that they'll just make miss some shots. And after that it was, you know, you get that momentum, they start making those big shots at home, and there's no going back. Um, yeah. do you know any status on Tyler Hero? If he's gonna play, if he, you know, uh, you know anything? So I'm hearing that. Tyler Hero most likely will not play until they go back home, um, which I think is a really good decision. Um, I think you should literally let him rest. He hasn't been on the court a lot. He hasn't been in condition a lot. So for him to play in that, that altitude will affect him than other players because he hasn't been playing a lot. So let him come back home. Let him get the juices and the energy going from the crowd. Put him in. You know, like if someone's having a bad game, like Duncan or 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 Caleb, or whatever, try to put him in there, or Strews, try to put him in there, and pl uh, plug and get play. Some sparking, you know, yeah, get, get some, some sparking. sparking that whole crowd going. We need that offense, bro. We need that offense, and he has offense. His defense is obviously a little shaky, but his offense we can literally ignite from, bro. And honestly, like he comes in, he gives us that offense, and if we want to use someone for defense. I love. Hayward Highsmith, bro. Especially the way that he was playing on Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray, well. yeah, he he's Jamal Murray still did his thing, but when Highsmith was covering him, he was doing less work. And Highsmith, he came in, he dropped seven for ten. He went seven seventy percent. He yeah, made the two nice. You there, was some nice there was some nice transition plays where the Miami was um, passing the ball in in the paint. And he had a couple dunks that I was like, okay, I see, I see what they what they got going on. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah, he came in with that energy, and he had 23 minutes of play, bro. Game one of the NBA Finals when he only played two games in, in, in the whole playoffs, which was against Boston. Like, and he comes in to fucking cover the best scorer on 
the opposing team and then drop seven for ten, makes the two free throws that we got and drops eighteen points. Eighteen points. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, eighteen dude. points, two for four from the three. This guy played well. Yeah. Yeah. 23, 23 minutes, eighteen points. That's what you need. That's what we need. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And what about Zeller? What's Zeller do? Zeller was zero for one. I saw Zeller, Zeller get the shoulder. You know, I seen Jokic fucking put yeah. a layup on him. <laughs> I'm like, come on, bro. Zeller's my guy. I need him to. Uh, you didn't hear. Uh, you didn't hear how Channing Fry was like, oh, I think uh, the Heat should start Zeller and cover Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Trying my guy. Wow, Struz had zero points that whole game. Zero points, zero for ten, bro. Zero for nine from three. Boy had five rebounds, three assists. He did have That's nine it. attempts. He, he had so many open shots at the three that he took. Yeah, he attempts. had like wide open. I think he had three for sure. Wide open. And he didn't he couldn't get it going. I don't know what it was, but you know, NBA I don't think he like has that? that game the, I don't think he has that game again. You don't think so? Nah, what I don't he, think what, he, how's nah, he been how's nah, he been, bro. how he how has he been playing? Good man, he's been playing good. I mean, he's not—he's a role player, you know. It is what it is, but he's—he hasn't been shooting zero for ten, zero for nine for three. I—I <laughs> I don't see that happening again, bro. He just had a really bad game. It is what it is. It happens, but uh, he's got to come back and bounce back next game, and he's got to come out shooting with the confidence that he always has, and he's gonna get those shots because Bam sets great picks. Denver, they like to play man on man, but they they like to push back a little bit as well. I don't know. I think I think Shrews will get those shots again, and he's gonna knock them down. I, I mean, confidence. I believe he has because if you take a nine attempts, you you have the confidence. I mean, there was a lot right. of shots that were hitting the rim too. He wasn't completely off airballing. It was just you know those close shots that that don't go in. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. It's gonna be a. a... A one to see for sure the game two coming up, but what do you think uh, Miami needs to do to get this win so they don't go down 0-2, go back to the crib? What do, what do they have to do? Yeah, what do you think that they have to do? That number one thing that you think that they have to do? The number one thing they have to do is that Spolster needs to play that video that they played in game <laughs> seven that they didn't talk about. That's that they didn't talk about. <laughs> yeah, they need to go put that video again and inspire these. What, what was guys, your your assumption of that video? Because I, when I think you has told me your assumption, and I was like, "Yo, honestly, I think that that's it. I think that was really did I? I don't remember. Yeah, I think I think that you had told me was that they showed um, a video of how Derek White made that that last second bucket, and they were showing how they celebrated. And like, look, you see these fuckers. You see how they're celebrating on your floor and this and that. You you want to lose like this again? <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. They showed a video of him getting a haircut, white, <laughs> and they're like, "This is the guy that just this fucking the grabbed the rebound right there." Look at you guys. You guys could have been eating a uh, poppy steak, eating a steak of your life, but now you guys gotta fly that cold ass Boston right now. You guys gotta hope not to get eliminated. Look at pa- look look at Pat Riley sitting right there. You think he's fucking? You think he wants to get a flight to fucking Boston right now? You think he wants Fuck to show? Or wants to go to South Beach right now and catch a tan? What do you think yeah. he wants to do? Yeah. Hey, Pat, yeah. come right. over here. Let's let's ask him. Let's ask him. Come here. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Sit down right quick. Sit down right quick. Nah, bro. Who knows? They probably put a, a film of LeBron when he was down 3-2 in Boston. And then they just saw He's like, look, you guys want to perform and win? Look at this guy right here. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Now, you, you know what I would have loved? Like, if they, they actually said what it was, obviously. But, like, if it would have came out that it's like, 
It was just a video of all the former Heat players saying, bro, you guys play like bitches. What the fuck is going on? Like, imagine a video. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo. hyping the fuck up. <laughs> all that and then UD at the end, like, yeah, yeah. They're fucking, they're telling you the real. Dog. Yo, I'm about to retire, and you guys are going to go out like this? Bro. Imagine, it's crazy. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, but, I, um, I mean, they got a good leader as a coach, man. That guy's proven year yeah, after year yeah. that yep. no matter what type of players he has, he can lead them to to have the confidence to shoot and play. Yeah, yeah. For me, man, I I love the way that we play defense. It you're not gonna stop Jokic. You're not gonna stop Jamal Murray. It's just if you're a casual basketball fan and you think that. Anybody can stop those two. You need to wake the fuck up because no one can stop those guys. Like, they're just great. They're just great at what they do. Jamal Murray has never been an all-star, which I think is, like, really disrespectful. But there's a lot of good guards in the West, so it's like a give and take. Uh, Jokic, MVP, proven two times. He could have arguably won it three times in a row. Uh, Great passer. uh, Great scorer. Little so-so on the defensive end, in my opinion. Uh, but those two guys, you're not going to stop. Everyone else, uh, like I said, Porter, two for 11 and threes. He usually makes five five or six of them. Aaron Gordon had a great game because he... he... That's, that's true, two for 11. I just saw that right there. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's usually a walking bucket. Yeah, facts. Facts. <laughs> that guy sees the rim right here, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. And then uh, Aaron Gordon started off the game, like we talked about, seven. He, he made like four of their first five shots. He was taking advantage of the height that, that we have. I think this is going to be a great adjustment to that next game. I don't think he's going to have that same start of that game. But I love the way we play defense, man. I just really think that if we make our shots, bro, we're going to be in it. We're going to be in it. I think that's the only thing that Miami needs to do. Just keep with the confidence, keep playing that defense, the same tenacity, intensity, and energy. And then we're just going to come out shooting the same shots. And this time, they go going to fall. 100%. Yeah, man. Um, so for game two, with without being biased, who do you think takes it? I would say Miami Heat, but that's being biased. But I think Nuggets take game two, and they go zero and two to Miami. Right now, that's what they've 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 shown me, and that's what I believe is gonna happen. Do I want it to happen? No. But we'll see. Maybe these guys have been underdogs, so maybe they can prove again another time that they're here to stay. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about what about you? It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a freaking battle like, all the way biased. to the end. Don't be I, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not being Look biased. Me. I'm not, Look at me. I'm not being biased. <laughs> I'm not being biased. It's gonna be tough. A hundred percent. It's gonna be a fight to the end. But. I love the way that Miami plays when they lose a game. They they come back the next game like firing on all cylinders. And I got to take Miami with game two because I don't think we're going to miss as many shots. And we're not going to only get two free throw t- attempts, fucking referees. There's no way that we only got two free throw attempts. There's no way. I know we weren't driving to the basket. I know we weren't attacking the basket. I know there was a lot of mid-range shots and a lot of three-point shots. But there's no way. And on top of that, there's no way that Jimmy Butler didn't get a fucking free throw, bro. No, there's there no was way. a lot of calls that even Jimmy was like. Yeah, no, bro, you don't want to argue with the refs, bro. You want to leave that to the coaches, really. Sometimes, you know, it's just human nature. You're going to argue with the refs. 
but you don't really want to do that because then these refs are they get sensitive, bro. Like people people are sensitive, bro. So if you're saying something to the ref that the ref that ref doesn't want to hear, he's gonna put it in his mind and he's gonna be like, okay, don't worry. Watch next time when you get fouled. I'm not gonna call shit. <laughs> and I feel <laughs> like that that happens. You got a grudge. <laughs> you feel me? Oh yeah, is that how you feel? No worries. I got you right now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, bro, I think Miami can take game two, man. Again, Denver is undefeated in the postseason at home. I think Miami can be the first team to take it, take it, steal game from them, go back home to Miami. I think drop two, Miami think, five. No, no, no. I think I think Denver <laughs> will take one from us, one hundred percent. They're just, they're they're too great of a team to lose like three in a row. How do you see Miami, the series playing out? How do you see the series playing out? What's the? What's I think it's gonna go it? seven, bro. I think it's gonna seven? go seven. Yeah, and then that last game is gonna be up for grabs, man. I I can't really tell you who's. I I, I think it. if it goes to seven, Miami takes it. I think if you give Miami that opportunity because they're so hungry. I mean, both teams are hungry right now. Both of them are, yeah. are out to prove themselves because that's Denver, the first time that, they go to the yeah. NBA final. <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. Not even with Melo. Is Melo that, and AI. Yeah, facts. Melo, AI, Chauncey Billups, Kenyon Martin, J.R. Smith. <laughs> Dude, that was like, is that they're facing the Black Mamba. They're facing the Black Mamba. That was 2009. It would have been Melo against LeBron. No, I'm sorry. 2000. Yeah, no, no, no. That was 2009. So, no, LeBron wasn't going. It was the, going to face each other. Yeah, yeah it was uh, um, the Magic. Oh, uh, but imagine, bro. Imagine Melo imagine. And, and LeBron With, against Dwight. Against Dwight, yeah, yeah. That's okay. when. That's when uh, Kobe won his fourth ring, and then the next year he won his fifth against uh, against the Celtics. That guy's a monster. He yeah. saw that whole lineup: Carmelo Anthony, AI. I was seeing a documentary. AI was actually talking about how that his just his work ethic. Alone is what separated him from from himself. Facts. He's like, yo, I would be going to the club, and then I see Kobe on the way to the gym the same day. Yeah, yeah, facts like that. Have you seen that uh, Redeem Team documentary on Netflix? No. Well, you should watch it. It's dope as fuck. But they they is that the one with Kobe that um enters um Team USA? Yeah. Yeah. So I saw a part of it. I saw most yeah. of it. Watch the whole thing, but they they talk about how um, they were getting back home from the club exactly like that, and it was LeBron, Boozer, Wade, um, Bosch, and, and Melo, and they were getting in the elevator, and they they uh, they see uh, Kobe walking in the lobby, and they're like, Sweaty. "Yo, where you going?" And he's like, "He's like, oh, I'm about to hit the gym." He's like, what you mean? It's five in the morning. He's like, "Yeah, I'm about to get a workout in." And they're like, "What the hell?" And then. From After then that, on, everybody, everybody started positive. doing it. Everybody started doing it. That's bro. That's yeah, that's a leader right there. hundred percent, and it's contagious. All that energy is contagious. When you see somebody like that, it's not even that. Because if you have someone like that and they're not performing, you know, you tend to second guess or to. But he, him being the player that he is, and his work, obviously, that's what led him to be that player. But being at that caliber and showing that, people were like, damn. If you really want to be like this guy or be close to this guy, you got to fucking grind. Yeah, dude. No, and, and I love, like, I think I had sent you this TikTok before, but that that one TikTok that he's like, I work so damn hard each and every day, and these guys come in here and work whatever the hell they want. 
why would I pass up a shot to this guy when I know I put in the damn work and, and this guy has why would no. I give the shot to him? <laughs> Fuck that, I'm taking the shot. That's fucking that's Yeah, crazy. dude, that's he's awesome. Like, oh, I, he's like, I don't want to pass on the ball. I don't like I don't respect his work. He's like, Why do you hate everybody? He's like, I don't hate everybody, I just don't respect the work ethic. I think he, he, he learned that no, I know that he learned that from MJ because he, he spoke about it. And it's yeah, like but he, he already had that already like at a very young age because there's people that learned that later on in life I'm, mm. especially me i'm someone that learned that later on in life but these these guys learned that at 16 15 and they understand that and they put in that work early on and it adds up all that time adds up yeah you can see it you see all the famer five yep. championships 17 whatever all-star appearances two nba mvps or one yeah, I didn't. Right. I didn't appreciate him earlier on because I hated him because he was like that, that guy that'll come in and just end the games. You know, like your team That's... is getting up and he'll just come and ice the game and just shut everybody up. So it was like, you know, I hate that guy. But then once once he retired and you're like, damn, this guy really was fucking phenomenal. That bro, monster, bro. You know what that is, bro? That you 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 think that you have hope in a game to win and this guy just comes in and he's like, nah. I'm gonna kill that shit right now. I'm gonna silence the whole damn crowd. No, <laughs> a, yeah. road that's, game. that's that's why I appreciate LeBron and I like LeBron so much because I see so much hate on him, but I see him as a like Kobe caliber, a player that's once in. It's super hard to see a player, especially like that, that can perform such a long time and time after time prove people wrong and shoot the ball and pass the ball. You know, you see him like you gotta appreciate those moments and see him. You know why why he's still playing. Yeah, I never understood on why people hate LeBron, bro. Like, I, I think it's just, like, uh, like people just hate, like, other people being so damn successful. And, again, I don't understand that. Like, I feel like everybody should just appreciate everybody for being successful, really. And then you learn from that. Because if you feel like you don't need to learn from someone, then you, you got to stop being fucking ignorant and wake the fuck up. Because you need to learn every single day. <laughs> he must be like Elon Musk. <laughs> Successful yeah. like Elon Musk. He must be the richest man in the world. Because if you're not learning from somebody or other leaders, then I don't know what to tell you. Bro, you know what it is? That 20 seasons, boy, still averaging 25 plus a game. Drop 40 in his last playoff Drop Drop 40 in his last Back playoff game with, <laughs> with a fucked up <laughs> ankle. With a fucked up foot, I'm sorry. Dude, he had 30 in the first half. Came out the second half. He's like, all right, now my teammate's going to come out here and, and do something. No. Teammates, they don't around, Like no, always. Can't, you can't rely on your fucking teammates because they're, they're not. That's why Kobe took those shots. That's why he has five <laughs> rings. He's like, man, I'm not passing him the ball. No, he loved it when Paul Gasol came over, bro. When Paul Gasol came over, he was like, bro, yeah, but as a dog a reason, like me. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He saw his work. I think his work day yeah. must have been crazy because if not, he would have been saying the same shit about him. No, facts, facts. And, and they turned out to be brothers and stuff. Like you saw uh, Paul Gasol speak uh, when, when Kobe passed away and stuff like that. So, like, for sure, they must really got close because of the, his work ethic, for sure. Sure. I think it starts from there, and then after that, you know, obviously they build that relationship. But for look, that's the problem that they had with Shaq. You know, Shaq was a great player, but he didn't like his work ethic, and that's why they they fought and broke up. You know, yeah, yeah. that was a big reason Shaq. for that. He's like, man, you could be the most. Done. He would have been number one in the. He said he even Kobe said he would have been number one player in the world. 
he would have fucking had work ethic. Yeah, facts. Is that Shaq has not giving him no excuse, obviously, but Shaq has so many things going on in his life back then, and obviously still now. You see him in like so many damn businesses and whatnot. But he was a rapper, he was a basketball an player, an actor, a, a business owner. Uh, this guy, dude, he was doing it all. He was doing it all. And then you know what it is? He was like, because I heard him talking about it. And he was like, oh, after I won three, like I was already like, all right, whatever. It's the, it's the same thing over and over, whatever. I'm just going to come in here. I'm still going to dominate and this and that. And Kobe was just, he was still young. So he's like, no, I want to get so much basketball better. Basketball first. Yeah, basketball first. He's like, I'm trying to win every year. Like, I'm not trying to lose at all and this and that. And imagine that fourth time they went to the finals they no no i think it was like a year after because they they went three yeah, times they went three the, they took a break the, like one year and then one year because back. the spurs the spurs win that's when tim won his first one and then they went mm-hmm. back again and the team that went back again was shaq kobe gary payton carl malone rick fox robert horry like dude they had a fucking squad but they played against the Detroit Pistons, and Detroit Pistons just wanted it more than these dudes did. Yeah. But yeah, man, game two coming up Sunday. Gonna be dope. Hell I yeah. Thought it was today. It's not today. No, it's not today. Today is the the first game of the Stanley Cup. The Florida Panthers are in there. We gotta Damn. support them. The Cats, baby. South Florida, do it big, baby. That's crazy. Go that's the in. first time. That's the first time they go there, no? I think it's their first time. I'm not really sure. I can't really tell you for sure. But it's the first time in history that an eighth seed from both hockey and NBA from the same region go to the championship round. That's crazy. Both of them eighth seeds. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to actually watch it, bro. I'm actually going to watch it. Me too. I think I'm going to watch my first hockey game. Facts. Same. I, I won't be like, what the fuck's first, going on? I'll be like, this fucking, like, I'm watching ping pong. Fuck. I have to be doing research while the game's going on. Like, what the fuck's going on? This is going to be a good one. Yeah, they say the games are lit, though. Like, in person, they say it's really fucking lit to be out there. There's like, only one way to find out. Facts. Facts. So, uh, next season. It's not going to be soon, but next season. Yeah, next season. For, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> for not sure. Right we'll now, go I'm not going season. tomorrow, but uh, yeah, we'll make yeah, it happen. That's it. If Gio said that it was like six hundred bucks a fucking ticket, I mean he went in peak peak games. Yeah, no, he went in the the last round. He went like game four, I think. Yeah, like game four. That's crazy how you start winning and people start attending. Shit, wanna, I'm trying to go. Want to see? I want to go to the fucking the NBA Finals game four, bro. Yeah, no, you've been craving to go. Yeah, dude. Says five hundred bucks for like the top top Those top top. You're gonna be standing there, fucking. Yeah, but Johnny Johnny works there, and he's like, "Yo, like if you get guys get in, ticket. he's like, get the cheapest ticket, and I got you, I got you, I'll put you in the club or whatever." This and that, so I'm like, "Hey man, tempted, hey, I'm tempted." I think you have to edit this shit out. <laughs> all my all my ten thousand viewers on this. Fucking yeah, you have to edit this shit out. They're gonna fucking. <laughs> Getting this shit out. Uh, of yeah. Hey, George, it was a pleasure, bro. Guys, you know, you can follow me on Twitter, George Mike Perez, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, IG My Media underscore. The audio version of the podcast is available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and now on Rumble. 
George, if you want to do any plugins, but if you don't, then we're going to be out of here. I don't. They call me Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. That boy working in silence, folks. Mr. Nobody. Boy working in silence always. Always. Hey, but thank you again, bro. I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy dude. You know we're going to have you back on the pod. Hopefully yes, one of sir. these dudes. Always. Oh, hopefully one of these dudes want to get on the pod, too, so we can make it like a, a, a group thing like we did that, that other episode. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Gotta get that going. For sure, for sure. Dale, my boy. Dale.